Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. All right, welcome back for day three of Bloom Your Brand Workshop. I am, this is my favorite day, I think. So as I was putting this together, because all of these things that God showed me for my personal life and my personal brand didn't happen in the sequence that I'm sharing them with you. And so today is really, I think this is the first thing that God showed me about gardens. This is the first way. And so this is probably my favorite because it was really what started this entire thing. So as you are hopping on, say hello. And I see some of you hopping on. And I know some of you will be listening to the replay as well as on the podcast Garden of Favor. These are all on there as well. If you guys have teams or friends or, you know, who aren't part of the group, well, invite them here. But if they're not here, you can always send them to the podcast and they can check it out that way. So, hey, Leah. Uh, So good to see your familiar faces. Yay. Well, we're going to talk about, uh, uh, like I said, today is my favorite day. They're all really important, but today is, is hopefully going to really start to really wrap things up. So if you missed day one, we answer the question, who am I? Who am I? And then if you missed day two, we talked about your banner and the sign and your garden. And it talked really about what do you do? What is the message that you have to share with the world? And so today we're going to identify who you were created to serve, who you were created to help. And I think oftentimes we can ask the question, what am I, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to be doing? And I think the question we really should ask ourselves is who am I meant to serve? So today we're going to answer that question and put one more piece of this really amazing image of our garden together in this one way that we can start to get an even better idea of my computer is going crazy with my phone so i'm gonna unplug my phone okay there we go sorry uh so we're gonna put one more piece together of our garden so i hope you're a visual person close your eyes you see yourself there if you haven't received the answer from the lord and again if you missed day one and day two, I want to reiterate that these kinds of um, this this kind of a workshop, right? It's not your traditional write out these facts. This is this is being closely intimate with the Lord and asking Him questions. And here's the reality: is I think sometimes we put God in a box and we don't invite Him into our business. We we put Him in a box and 
put them on a shelf. And then on Sundays we get them out, we go to church or maybe you go to church on Saturdays or I don't know, other days. But we tend, sometimes we can forget that God wants to be part of every single piece of our life. And our business is a huge part of that. Hence why I am so passionate about what I get to do is to show people how I, I did business with God, but not him in the driver's seat. And so I wasn't listening to his voice for directions. I wasn't listening to him. I was, I was in the driver's seat. I was following this map and I was going forward. Not to say that I never talked to God about my business and not that I didn't recognize that he was a crucial part and he was giving me favor and he was blessing me in ways, but I wasn't doing business fully surrendered to his voice and his will. That's what this workshop is about. That's what the Garden of Favor framework is about. And if you're struggling hearing God's voice, I wanna help you unclog your ears and open your heart to be able to hear from him because it is crucial not just in your business it is crucial in your life to be able to hear his still small voice and so i really want to encourage you if you're struggling don't be discouraged it is like any other relationship if you meet somebody for the first time uh, if you bump shoulders with somebody in a coffee shop and you said hello and you exchange some things while you're waiting for your coffee uh, from the barista and you, you kind of exchange a few words, what do you do, you know, all those things. But then, you know, that person's not going to say, oh, yeah, here's my address. Come over. It takes a little time. You might maybe you exchange numbers and you become friends and then you get to know each other. And then you set up, you know, business dates or whatever. God is similar in the sense that it takes time to for him to reveal things to us. He needs to know you're ready for it. He also needs to know you're going to be obedient with the information he gives you. He also needs to know that you're going to receive it and, and do something really good with it. So please don't be discouraged if you're like, man, I wish I heard from God like Heather did. And I had actually someone message me yesterday and said, I just want you to know you are different than you were three years ago, let alone two years ago, let alone one year ago. And I said, thank you so much. That's the biggest compliment. And to God, God gets all the glory for that. And I'm telling you, it is because I started chasing God and stopped chasing success. I started chasing truth and I started chasing his word and devouring God's word in a way that I, I stopped being so distracted by the world's noise. And so when I learned why I wasn't hearing his voice before, it, was, it wasn't because he wasn't speaking. It's because I wasn't creating the space to hear from him. And I didn't even know how to talk to him. I didn't, even though I grew up in a Christian home and I had gone to a Christian school and I've gone to church literally my whole life, I have learned over the last several years, especially really the last two that there is so much more to God and who he is and that we can have deep intimacy with him. And this branding workshop is part of that. It's part of learning how to have conversations with the Lord about your business. And so if you're struggling with that, you don't even know what to ask him. You don't know how to talk to him. I'm telling you the garden of favor framework is for you. Whether you have a current business and you wanna make sure it's the right one or you haven't started your business yet. So, be patient, be patient. If you really wanna to continue to seek him and hear these answers, I promise you, he will reveal them when you're ready. So, all right, so today we have, you're the garden keeper. He's gifted you with this garden. You know who you are because your earthly name, you obviously know that, but he gave you a heavenly name or he's going to give you a heavenly name. God, 
um, calls us by name. We know scripture says that. Then what do you do? Well, you have this overarching message, this overarching you are his mouthpiece that he has created to be a message of, for me, it's hope. And so you have this banner, whether it's a flag and it's waving in your garden or this sign, this, you know, I see this rustic chic garden and you have this sign and somebody knows if they walk by, if they see your branding, if they see your business, if they hear you speak, you are going to have that, that message of joy or hope or light or I've heard all sorts of things from you all and it's been super exciting to hear. So today we're answering the question, who are you meant to serve? And so the question you're going to sit with the Lord and ask him is this question, what flower is in my garden? What flower is in my garden? And this I think takes a lot of closing your eyes, getting in a still, like getting in a quiet place so you can hear a still small voice. God uses a lot of imagery and vision. So he does that through dreams. He does that through visions that he can give us. And so when you get quiet and you imagine this, where there is no vision, the people will perish. So if you are struggling with envisioning this garden, I would encourage you to get to a quiet place and really Try to ask him and see what he is, what he wants to reveal to you. And I'll share with you my story about the flower because I did say flower, and I mean one specific type of flower. And I legit mean a real flower. Like, is it a rose? Is it a lilac? Is it a daisy? Is it a, a sunflower I've never even heard of before? What is the flower in my garden? What are you asking me to grow and to cultivate? because I'm gonna share with you my own testimony about how this even came about. Again, it took some courage for me to share this content with the first person that I ever shared it with, but when when I had the testimony of her story, I felt, man, I know God's gonna ask me to share this with more people. I didn't know it would be today. I didn't know it would be through this. I did not know it would be through a podcast, you know, sharing it on my podcast and all the places, but I'm just sharing with you, truth be told, I'm feeling very vulnerable sharing this with you because it was my own intimate, experience with the Lord, but yet I've shared it with a few people who I felt like they needed to understand who they were meant to serve and, and, and how this would help them. And it's the, the testimonies that I've had from my one-on-ones from it. And then group coaching has been amazing. So here you go. Okay. I just need you to know that like, I don't think this is normal, but y'all, we don't serve a normal God. We serve a God of miracle signs and wonders. We serve a God who does incredible, amazing things. So if we put God in a box, you're going to struggle with trying to, to hear his voice in amazing ways and to be able to, to, to discern the things that he wants to tell you and show you. So don't put God in a box is, is my tip for you today. If you're struggling with this kind of content, you're like, this just is not making sense to me. I would encourage you to remember who is the God that we serve, okay? He's creative. He's artistic. He created every single flower that is, that is in existence. He created it. So why wouldn't there be some significance to all of them? Every single thing matters. There are details in every single thing. So let me take you back to... There are, and I will tell you this. So I, I want to kind of give you a little bit of, I've done this with one client in particular I can think of. And she was like, oh, I see lots of flowers. And she started naming different flowers. And I was like, hold on, hold on. So 
Again, some of you, I'll say this and you immediately think of a flower and you've got it. I already see some in the comments. Orchids, um, I already see some people saying, oh yeah, I get it. Uh, which is so exciting that you already have that. Like immediately God gave it to you. Others of you, again, it's going to take a little time. But with that being said, I want you to focus on the one flower he's calling you to, to serve. The one flower that's in your garden. Because it's going to start to reveal to you who this, again, what is he asking you to cultivate? What is he asking you to do? And let me share with you, so I have two flowers in my garden, all right? So I'm a step ahead of you guys. The first one was for me. It was for me. It was not about who I was meant to serve necessarily. I guess I did serve in some capacity in that way because I was helping other people see this message. But and then I'll tell you about where, like what flower he revealed to me this year. So this happened two years ago, I believe, a year or two years ago, the first vision of a flower. So I am praying and I am praying with another um uh, another woman who is very, you know, just a spiritual, kind of like a spiritual uh, mentor. And she was saying, you know, what do you see? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I see a garden. Um, and it was giving me, you know, kind of these, well, talk to God about, like, let's talk to God about these things. So I was talking with God, uh, kind of guided by a, a another older spiritual mentor. And she's like, well, what do you see? And I'm like, I see a garden and I'm sitting in a garden. And she's like, well, what do you see in your garden? And I chuckled and I was like, I see daisies. And I saw just a ton of white daisies, your traditional white daisies with the yellow center. And I kind of laughed out loud and I was like, I don't want to see daisies. And because I thought daisies were boring and I thought daisies were kind of the plain Jane flower. They're the filler flower. Every big bouquet has, you know, filler daisies in it because they just fill things up and they're, they're pretty, but they're kind of the filler cheap flower, right? And I was disappointed. I was like, I don't really want to see daisies in my garden. I wanted to see an orchid or roses or something. I don't know. And mind you, I had just lost an eight-figure business a few weeks prior, and I was in a very dark place. I felt like I had lost everything. I lost my business. I lost a lot of friends. I lost a, a platform. I lost, a, I lost a lot of people, and I had a lot of people talking about me, a lot of people gossiping, a lot of people saying really mean things about me, and I'm a people person, and it really hurt. And in my head, I knew it didn't matter. This is that head knowledge, heart knowledge, right? In my head, I knew it didn't matter. I knew, I knew that I had permission from God to do what I was doing and I had pure intentions and that I knew that I knew that I knew that I wasn't, I'm not perfect, but in this situation, I wasn't in the wrong. I hadn't done something really evil and vindictive, although people thought and said that I did and it crushed me. It crushed me because I... I didn't like not being liked. I mean, it's my personality. And even though in my head I knew it didn't matter and I knew those people weren't my true friends and I knew that they didn't know, they didn't really know me if they were saying these things about me, in my heart I still wasn't quite connected. I still cared. I still very deeply cared. And I was broken because of it. And so bringing you to this this time, I'm praying and I'm just, you know, trying to get some healing from this situation and trying to see God's view of it. And I said that, you know, I saw these daisies in this garden and the, the, the woman stopped me and she said, 
Heather, do you know what daisies represent? I'm thinking to myself, no, I'm not a botanist. I don't, I honestly am the girl who tell, told my husband, don't buy me flowers, it's a waste of money. Like take the 50 bucks and you know, let me go get a pedicure or something. But she said, do you know what daisies mean? I'm like, no, I have no idea. And she's like, daisies represent innocence and purity. And let me tell you, I've never cried so, such a, a release of a cry, because I knew my heavenly father saw me as innocent and pure, even though other people were not saying nice things about me, even though other people were dragging my name through the mud, even though other people were like framing me to be this horrible person, I knew that God knew my intentions. I knew that he knew my heart. I knew that he knew all of the details. And sometimes we have to remember we are not meant to defend ourselves to other people because God saw it all. And that's hard, especially for someone like me who's a little bit feisty and who I wanted to defend myself. But even in that, God showed me that I had pride in trying to prove myself to other people when I didn't need to prove myself to anybody. And you don't need to prove yourself to anybody. God knows all the details. So in this season of my life, God showed me the significance of flowers. And let me tell you, I went home from that day and I studied a daisy. I looked up everything you can think about of a daisy. I looked up how it's made. Actually, I know daisies are made. There's actually two flowers in one. Obviously, there are tons of different kinds of daisies. And while I saw white ones with the yellow center, I thought maybe God's going to put color back into my life. I felt like that was a promise that he was going to put color back into my life. Because at this moment, I was broken. I was super pregnant. I was literally broke <laughs> and broken. And I felt, you know, emotionally just empty. And I thought, you know, maybe God's going to put some colors into my daisies in the next season. And so I studied everything there was to study about a daisy because I thought if God gave me that vision, there's significance there. And I'm not just going to stop at the name and the idea that a daisy is innocence and purity. And I studied everything. I st what, are, what are daisies used for? Uh, what is the makeup of it? Like literally the scientific, like how is it, where do they grow? Um, I was trying to see, are daisies in the Bible? Like are there actual daisies in the Bible? What is the meaning of it? Like, you know, all these different things. What climates do they thrive in? I went crazy about daisies. And so while that's not the business side of it, let me, let me fast forward that uh, I'm actually looking across my... I'm looking across my desk and I see I bought these flower daisies. So by the way, I buy myself a bouquet from Trader Joe's every single week because they are one, budget friendly, and two, they always have some daisies in them. And so I'm like, thank you, Jesus, for giving me the cheap flowers so I can actually buy fresh flowers every single week. So if you follow me on social, you probably have seen, uh, I don't really share it that much anymore, but that first year, I shared my bouquet of flowers pretty much every single week on my stories or on my Facebook in some way because it was a deep, intimate meaning with me and the Lord. Okay, and so uh, maybe if you get the cheap flower too, you're not gonna be too disappointed because maybe you can buy yourselves those every, every week. Uh, but fast forward to this year in 2020, in the very beginning of the year, so you can imagine from 2018 to 2020, it was a, a very much a rebuilding year, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, relationally, it was a rebuilding. God, it was like as if 
you know, he allowed this wrecking ball to come into my life and smash out the biggest idol that was in my life. And in all reality, my biggest idol was my business. And I don't think God did it, but I think he allowed it to happen. Um, and so he allowed that to happen. And then he helped me remove the debris. And then he helped me clean out all the mess. And then all that to say, it was creating, it was to create space for the new thing that he really wanted me to do. And the thing that he's created me all along for, which I feel truly that I'm walking in that today. And I know too many of you are doing something and you don't even know if it's what God wants you to do. Again, that's what the Garden of Favor framework is all about, the course. It's to help you figure out is if what you're doing, God, what he wants you to do, and like walking it through this test to, to figure that out. Um, and it's also for those of you who just don't know, but you know you're made for more, but you don't know what that is. And so I was asking these series of questions over the last, uh, you know, really year and a half up into 2020. And then I had this question of, what? Okay, so I knew who I was because 2018 and 2019 were the question answering, who am I? What is my identity in Christ? What name does he call me? What does he actually, when he wants to call me his daughter, he wants to get my attention, what is that? So that was day one. And then day two, it was like, well, what is this, you know, what, is, what am I supposed to be sharing with these people? Insert the flowers. So 2020, I'm like, who am I supposed to help? Am I supposed to help network marketers? That has been a, a question I have asked God a bazillion times. Am I supposed to coach network marketers to build network marketing businesses? Am I supposed to coach the network marketer who doesn't want to do network marketing anymore? She wants to do something else, but she doesn't know how to figure that out. Or she doesn't know how to pivot without it all blowing up. Those both, both of those women have been me. Or God, do you want me to simply share the gospel and become a, be, like in some way, shape or form, go into ministry? I was asking God, I just, God, I don't care who you want me to serve, how you want me to serve. I don't care what you want me to do. Just please reveal to me, what am I supposed to be doing? And if you're there in that season, then you're probably in a season where God's asking you to rest so that he can restore you and so that he can reveal to you what it is and that he needs you to get quiet and start asking him some other questions and talking with him and then listening for his his voice and his direction because that's where I was for what felt like forever. And an achiever like me, I like to set goals and go after it. It was so much harder for me to slow down and rest than it was for me to speed up and hustle toward the next goal. And God's taught me, I don't have to do it in my own might. I can do it in his might and through his strength. And so all of that to say, as I'm begging God to just tell me who it is I'm supposed to serve. What is the woman? What, are, what is her makeup? You know, what does this look like? Ironic enough, somebody messaged me and said, hey, I had a vision about you. Do you mind if I share? And I'm like, absolutely not. Share away. Like, what did God tell you? And then I'm going to discern that through my own, you know, through my own, is that is this what God's telling me also? That's another thing. If somebody gives you a prophetic word, make sure you always, everything we should discern through the Holy Spirit. Just, don't just take something that somebody else says God said something about you. It could be good. It could be bad. I don't know. But we always have to, we need to question everything and discern everything through, through, through the Holy Spirit because he's like our filter. And so with that being said, she said, I had a vision of you and she shared a bunch of stuff. But at the end of the day, she said, I see you on a mountain 
overlooking a valley of sunflowers. And she's like, I have a specific image in mind, and I'm going to send it to you. And she said, this is the, vi the, the image that I have, that you're on this mountain, and you're overlooking this, like, huge like, sunflower farm. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And, of course, I'm kind of alerted to flowers. I already know the journey God took me on with the daisy. I'm like, okay, let's, let's go on sunflowers. And so I said, God, are you trying to tell me something? You know, are you trying to reveal something to me? This was, I think, in February of 2020. After I'd been asking, who am I meant to serve? What am I meant to do? Like, you know, I, I'm, I'll do whatever. I'll help whoever. And I went on this deep journey of sunflowers and God revealed to me, and some of you might have sunflowers as like, as your flower, right? But God revealed to me that my job is to point the sun, S-O-N, flowers, all the different types of flowers that you are, toward him. Because that's what the sunflower does. The sunflower follows the sun for its for its energy for its source for for its everything right and then the second part to that is you know so that is it that is the main thing my job is to point god's daughters toward him because we can get so focused in our business ah i'm gonna tell you go back to god go back to jesus or oh we can get so focused in motherhood no i'm gonna remind you Go back to God, what he said. We can get so focused in all, we can get focused in what's going on right now. I think so many people are distracted by social media and the darkness that's being shared and the negativity and all the things. Get off of social media. You gotta have boundaries with social media. We've talked about that in our community before, but you must have boundaries. I'm gonna tell you, you need to go to God's word. You need to pray. You need to, I'm, I, my job is to point women back to the sun, the S-O-N sun, the son of God, into, into God. And what do I, I have to do that myself, right? So it's kind of that checks and balance. Like, okay, well, if I'm going to tell them to do that, I need to do that. And I have many honest conversations with myself, many, you know, honest conversations with God that, oh my goodness, yes, I got, I got to stop focusing on that. I got to get back to the sun. And so it's really helped me in my business know who I'm called to serve because some of you are called to the secular world. You're not called to serve Christian women who already know who God is, but are, you know, need reminded not only to make sure he's in every single area of her life, but also that she needs him. And also there is more to him. And we sometimes settle for surface, surface Christianity, surface relationships with him. And there is so much more to him and who he is. But we have to be willing to go deeper. We have to be willing to, to seek him. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all the other things will be added unto you. When we take care of that main priority first, which is why I'm going to point women back to the sun, back to God, everything else gets taken care of because he reveals to us in that time we spend him anything that we need to know. So I share that because I can start to question, am I supposed to help this kind of a woman? You know, they always say get really specific on your your niche. Get really specific on your avatar. The more specific you can get, the better it is. And I do agree to that. I agree to that. But 
God has given you a voice for the for a specific woman and women. God will take care of all the details. When you get so laser focused on my message is redemption, my message is hope, my message is grace, my message is joy, my message is uh, whatever it is, forgiveness, and I'm meant to help the woman and this flower that gives you this image of who, who she is and who these women are, it is so much easier to stay on track, focused, in the garden because you know what God's asking you to cultivate and you know who he's calling you to serve. And when you get distracted by over here or over there, you're like, nope, he already gave me the image. I know that I am his masterpiece, that he has given me a message of hope to share with his daughters that when they get confused, I point them back to him. I know that in the depths of my heart I don't just know that up here. Like I know that on an intimate level because the Lord has revealed it to me. And I am praying that these words, that he reveals the same thing to you. The same thing to you. And that there's a much, and, and I, wanna, I wanna encourage you, don't take things for surface value. So I've had some people like not like their flower. They're like, I don't like my flower. And I'm just gonna challenge you to really go to a deep level of what it is. Go to a deep level of like, what does that mean? So I know one um, was, oh, what is the flower that sits on a pond and they actually grow like underneath, it's kind of like they grow in scum, like they grow, it's the lotus, isn't the lotus, is that the lotus flower? Uh, again, I'm not a botanist, and I only study really deeply the ones God gives me. Uh, but all that to say, she just was like, I don't know about that. But once she realized, oh my goodness, how they grow and, and where they go in the swamps, and then she was like, this is my life. This is my life. Oh my goodness. God grew me from this dirty, dark, yucky, nasty place. And yet there is this beautiful thing sitting right on the surface. And so I pray that God is going to give you, give you a flower that is in your garden. Um, and perhaps you might get multiples like, like a, another one of my clients has. And I would encourage you to ask God what one is for me and what one is for the woman I'm called to serve, right? So for me, the daisy was for me. That was a love note from the Lord to say, I see you. I see you as innocent and, innocent and pure even though other people don't and you have to rest in that and you have to be okay with that and you need to stop defending yourself. I will vindicate you. But then, uh, you know, and, and in that season that I didn't know who I was called to serve, I didn't know what business I was supposed to do. Am I supposed to do coaching? Am I supposed to do network marketing? Am I supposed to do a boutique? Am I supposed to, you know, up, up my apparel business? Am I supposed to, I've tried a lot of things. Am I supposed to start a new business? Am I supposed, what am I supposed to do? And he knew in that season between the daisy and the sunflower, I was not ready. I was not ready for it. Because he was like, no, you need to rest and you need to be still so that then I can till your soil. And again, this is what Garden of Favor is all about. He needs to do a work in you before he can do a work through you. And we want to get to the fun part, the through part, the look at me part, the this is great. Oh, the favor and the and look at God blessing me. And God's like, no, 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 no. I want to make sure your heart is ready for this. So... Pray about your flower and share, share 
uh, you know, share what it is when you get it. Lily pads, yes, and a lotus, yes. Thank you for sharing. Uh, I see some of you commenting in the in the comment thread, but and I'll go back and read those. I was praying this morning again. You know, when you start to get a little insecure about things, and I'm like, oh dear God, I'm sharing like the deepest part of this story. Like, help my words glorify you, honor you, and help these women see the beauty that you have created. And um, you know, I love the verse. So I'm gonna give you some tips. If When you get your flower, right? First of all, the first place to go, is it in the Bible? There's a lily of the valley. I don't wanna to say too many because there's not, the Bible doesn't say a lot of specific types of flowers, but I don't know, in my research, I've just, there are thousands, I mean, there are thousands of different flowers, right? And God created everyone for a reason. So I would encourage you to study and don't just take it for face value and go look up a quick little Google and say, what does a sunflower mean? You know, oh, this is the second part of the sunflower. I have to share this with you because it's so good. When the sun doesn't come out, do you know what the sunflowers do? They turn toward each other. And if you've been part of the Garden of Favor Bloom Society, which has had other names in the past, uh, started out as, uh, oh goodness, Soul Sisters with God's Size Dreams. You know, I've always said that I want to be a community where iron sharpens iron. That is exactly what the sunflowers do. When the sun isn't out and isn't shining, and sometimes we go through seasons where we are just like, I had a friend message me the other day. She said, I'm not hearing God's voice, and, and I'm, I'm really struggling. Like, I, I know he's there, and I know he loves me, but I, I'm in this dry season. And what are we meant to do when we don't feel the sun? Well, we're meant to turn to each other because then we get our source of energy from each other and that we can be the iron that sharpens each other, other's iron so that when the sun comes back out, and he's always there, by the way, but sometimes the devil will put some clouds in front of the sun, right? He will, he will block the view of the sun that then we can both together turn back toward the sun and get filled up and then go on and help other sisters in Christ and other people who don't know Jesus to know that the sun is what we need. I love Shea Bynes and she always says that, th that God is the source. Everyone and everything else is the resource. And I feel like that's so much of, of, the, of the, just the idea of the sunflower, that God is the source. We need to point to him, but he will give us, he will give us other resources and people in our lives to help us. So when you get your flower, here is, um, here is what you do. You're going to, is it in the Bible? And I'm going to give you one verse that I love that's about flowers. Um, and look up the meaning. Like, look up, what is the meaning of this flower? Most flowers have a, a meaning. Like, you send certain ones for deaths. You send certain ones for, I don't know, love. We think of roses go with the, you know, Valentine's Day typically. All those things. So what does the flower mean? Then go as deep as, what climate do they thrive in? You know, are they in desert desert land? Are they in cold regions? Are they, you know, thinking about that? And okay, okay, God, like, what are you trying to speak to me through here? God is a God of detail. We cannot get lost in like the, the big thing and like, oh, okay, thank you. No, God wants to take us so much deeper. And he continues to reveal things to me about things he told me a long time ago, like sunflowers. The, the literal makeup of a sunflower, or not sunflower, that's for me. Uh, the literal makeup of the flower, like how is it made? The pistil and the stem, and like I learned that daisies are actually two flowers in one, and that makes me think that, you know, here's me, but then the Holy Spirit's right inside. He's living right inside of me. That gave me, I was like, oh, that's so good. You know, that's so good. But if I, if I stopped it, just, okay, daisies are innocence and purity, I would have missed. 
I would have missed that. I would have missed that. And every time I look at a daisy, I'm like, yes, the Holy Spirit is inside of me. He is living and he helps make me what, you know, who he makes me who I am. So don't get, don't, don't be surface. Don't get, don't get lost in the surface. Like go deep. Um, what is your flower used for? You know, I think about roses. I have makeup products with rose stuff in it. Um, lilacs or lavender. I mean, what, what are your flowers used for? Are they used for cooking? Are they used for relaxation? You think of, if you're into essential oils, you know that there are tons of uses for, for flower oils. Research that. I mean, God can reveal stuff to us. Again, we got to want to go deeper. So don't settle for the surface. What's it used for? What's it made of? What climate does it thrive in? How is it literally, how does it grow? How does it function? What's its life cycle? Um, you know, what are the, I mean, there's just endless, endless. And in each one of these things, there's really like endless stuff that you can go. Uh, so I would, I just want to encourage you today. Don't, don't settle for surface. Go deep with this, with the Lord. He wants to reveal something beautiful to you. And if you're struggling to hear his voice, please don't be discouraged. We all go through, like my friend, dry seasons of life where we kind of feel like we're just not where we were before or Maybe that he's being a little bit more quiet. And I think there's lots of reasons for that. We don't have time to get into that today. But I don't want you to be discouraged if you're like, man. But if you, I have to share this. If you are sitting there, because I feel so, I know who God has called me to serve. God has called me to serve the woman who settled for a surface Christianity. Because that was me most of my life. I was, oh, I mean, and I I believe I was, I was a good person and I received Jesus as my savior and proclaimed him to be my Lord and savior. And I've asked for forgiveness. For, I, I've prayed the sinner's prayer. Like I know I'm going to heaven, but I still settled for surface. And I don't know who's listening to this today, but you are desiring more. And you know that when you see other people and you're like, there's something different about them. I had coffee with a friend yesterday and I thanked her. Thank you for being an example for me because you showed me that there is something more, that there is more to discovering who God is. And sometimes we settle for this surface Christianity that just, it keeps us good. It's not like it's bad, but that there is a depth to know him. It's an infinite depth. It is like there is no there is no end to, to learning more about him and discovering him and his nature and intimacy with him. And that's who I'm called to serve. And if you're struggling with that, please go do my free other workshop, which is the Flourish Workshop. It teaches you how to read your Bible, how to pray, and how to hear God's voice. If you're struggling with that, if you're in business and you want to learn how to start having dialogue with your heavenly father about your business, I'm telling you the garden of favor is for you. I take out the guesswork and I put in the God work. I take out the guesswork that you don't have to like guess. Is this of God? Is this not of God? How do I know? How do I not know? I give you the God work to do with him that he wants to do with you so that when you you come out of this that's you know you know for sure this is it and here I go I am staying focused on the sun and we're gonna do this thing and so if you're not hearing his voice go listen to the flourish workshop if you're not hearing his voice Sign up for the Garden of Favor because I'm going to give you more questions to really have intimate conversations with the Lord about to get you to where he wants you to be. God loves you so much. 
It is like any other relationship here on earth as far as the more we invest in somebody else, the more they are going to invest into us and give back to us. Now, God doesn't love you more today than he does yesterday or tomorrow. His love for you is agape. It is infinite. It, 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 he loves you so much. But the relationship with him is how much you invest is how much he's going to give right back to you. The more you talk to him, the more he's going to talk right back to you. The more you listen to him. Oh, this is good for me. Thank you. Holy Spirit for preaching to me too. The more you listen to him, he's going to listen to you. There is an infinite amount of access to who he is and he loves you so much and he doesn't want you to settle for surface. So if you're done with living this and you want to go deeper with him, then I would encourage you today to, to start that. Start carving out time every single day to read your Bible, not just a devotional. Read your actual Bible and start talking with him and getting quiet to hear his voice. And if you're in business and you know this is like, okay, I need to figure out if what I'm doing is of God and or if like, what is the next thing? I know I'm, just, I'm not satisfied. There's something missing here. There's something missing. Then the Garden of Favor framework course is for you and doors are closing on Monday. And I am so excited for the students that are going to be doing it this round. So sign up before the doors closed and I will see you tomorrow for day four of the Bloom Your Brand Workshop. We're gonna be wrapping all of these things up with one more thing that I am going to trust that God is gonna give you so you have a really clear understanding of how God sees your business and what he's asking you to cultivate and who he's calling you to serve and why he would choose you to do that and to give you, tomorrow's about giving you the, um, the, the motivation, the ammo, the, the thing to keep going when the going gets tough because guess what? We're guaranteed to face trials of many kinds. So tomorrow, come back for piece number four of Bloom Your Brand Workshop. I'll see you then.